Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Yeah. So the most fun about that <laughs> for the people who are tuning in live, um, if you're hello live people, if you're a Patreon subscriber in the ten dollars and up level, for oh. those of the for those tuning in live, they can't hear that music. Yeah. That's oh, that's true. right. So they just they see, just see me air drumming. They just see PK At nothing flailing. <laughs> he wasn't drumming. He was just having a fit. <laughs> right. Uh, the epilepsy ep- ep- is not funny. So, uh, so yeah. So there's that. But that being said, of course, if you are a Patreon subscriber in the ten dollar party on party ten dollar or more level, um, we are going to try streaming these shows every week. In theory, it worked pretty well last time. Um, we got some good feedback on oh, it. So, oh yeah, you know, there's one in the room, or is that you? No, I'm in the room so You're, that I can the monitor. monitor it. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, All so. Right. So you, know? you can monitor it and distract me the entire show by having me glance to my left to, no. to catch the delay. That's on <laughs> That's you. That's funny. That's on you. But either way, this is episode 483. Wow. It is. Wow. Is it, it's almost a milestone. <laughs> what are we declaring a milestone, though? That's the 500 question. 500 Is 500 the milestone? So with 500, we should get there by, like, August, right? No. Is that, is that how our math works? That- it's one a week, and we're seven away from 90, so 17 weeks if we went straight. So what's that? Like four months. Thereabouts. Right? And so it's like February, March, April, March, April, April, May, April, May June. Maybe June-ish. Yeah. So probably like July 4th. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Right okay. around there, I think. Yeah. Hopefully we we'll don't have some any weeks to that episode. We are, no, not in this room, sir. <laughs> Not in this room. No, we should. I, I think we should start talking about an event. Five hundred significant. It is significant. That is, that is that's I, half I really, of a thousand. I really so, yeah. think. I'm, I I would I would throw some dough down on the table for us to do. A, Listen, a, a something. I, I this is this is what I'll say, and and we've we've said this before, and we've done it before. You know the 
the other one. So no, wait. One we can talk about. Was that two hundred? No, we did a we did we did a big pizza thing yeah. for one hundred. A big pizza. Thing. Yeah, we had a pizza party and we filmed live. We were doing was, video. Was with that in the Miss- museum? No, that was, that was um, two was or three hundred. I don't know if that was a hundred. Uh, I don't that know if that, two hundred. I don't know if that was a hundred or if that was a. That might have been a year. That might have been Ooh, like no. a two year or uh, three year. Uh, that was a bigger milestone. That was than a that. bigger milestone. Uh, maybe it was two. That. Maybe it was two hundred then. It wasn't three hundred. No. Shh. Okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> and four hundred, we totally acted like nothing happened. Four hundred, we acted like absolutely so nothing. Did. So it happen. had to be two hundred. It might have been. Yeah. So the, the right. Two hundred had to be two hundred. Two hundred was the event in the museum. Yeah. That was great. That, that was, was a really good time. That's what I mean. We I had think a we lot of be, fun. I think we should be doing something like that. Look, if I was present, despite that being pre-K. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pre-K. Um, <laughs> that, that's you know you could see a doctor for that. I think they have pills. <laughs> um, but uh, look, if 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 there is enough interest. Uh-huh. Right. Because that's what we did with that museum event. We kind yeah. of gauged interest and there was enough people said they were willing to come out. And we did. We had we had food. We had yeah. wine. That was a hell of a turnout. We, did, too. Uh, we videotaped it. Yeah. yeah all those awful lot. people catered that. I don't remember who catered. I do. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, needless to say, nonetheless. Yeah. If there is interest in doing something for 500, yeah. I'm absolutely down. Yeah. I it. think we should totally I think we should totally put it on the books that we, we want to know, do something. Pick a pick a place maybe in the city or someplace and meet a bunch of listeners. And, oh, I mean, I guess we could do. I was I was thinking we'd do something more like the museum. A live sheet caking. Well, certainly. A, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, none uh, of that. PK with the cake. Live. Yeah. No. No sheet caking. <laughs> who said sheet caking? Like I'm thinking tower caking. Like mm. you know, well, listen, that that's ma- still a monumental waste of good cake. That many people, then we'll get shitty cake. That many people. Uh, well, okay. it will be after he does something with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen. What I'm saying is, uh-huh. what, look, I, I'm always thinking of the way to handle it with the least overhead possible. Uh, I, now, I got you. Right? I got you. If it was, if it was, we if, were if, very fortunate. With the museum event, we were, we were, and that it cost us next to nothing. Next to nothing. Yeah, I, I, I may have designs on a place that may kind of be the same. Okay, so there's a possibility. Okay, I mean, I, I'm just gonna look into it because, yeah. like I said, if it was, you know, like if it, it's 500, I yeah. think at 500 we have to do something. We have to do it as long as there's people that are interested in coming. That's true. Yeah. Even uh, I'm leaving. That's the it. main, the main. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be the, the three of us. <laughs> it's just well, us in a giant room well, yeah. and a Lots shit ton of, of pizza and a sheet cake yeah. and, and a sheet just cake. awkward. Yeah, your your significant <laughs> others and children yeah. where appropriate. Yeah. No, I, I I think that I think we definitely I think we would definitely have more people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'll say this: if we did something over the summer for five hundred. As a fan, would you be willing to come and hang out? Give us a call at the GVM line. At <gasps> 201-730-BKGS. You know, or just let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However you want to let us know, just yeah. let us know. That's all I'm saying. All right. But definitely a good way to let us know is a nice, long, droning uh, voicemail that's like, what, five minutes of good yeah, length? That, that ends a vo- at least... A voice essay. Yeah. Uh, that takes up the hard drive uh, with uh, what you'd like to say. It's got to cut out at least three times. We yes. Could have, we could have at least big, three times. We get a big rat down there. Yeah. I, I Just read Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. If we... Works. <laughs> totally works. Uh, 
Uh, we it was the best rat, of times. Big rat there. Yes, but, uh, we, you know if he's willing. If we book now, we theoretically they could have production Tim there. Theoretically. theoretically, 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 theoretically. Yeah, I, I think I think we should do. Something. Look, we we could ha- we could talk about all of those things. I'm open to all of those things. All right. If there are people willing to come and hang out with Sounds us, good. that's what it comes down to, as far as I am concerned. You've got uh, like five months to figure it out. That's it. But let us know now so, let we us can so we can think about it. Spend five months to not prepare for it until the yeah. week before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, guys, we have three weeks left. What are we going to do? Somebody got a basement? Is the, is, the, is the meat locker in Montclair available? <laughs> I got, Lo- I got an in over there. I got an in over there. <laughs> All right. We should do the show. Yeah, maybe. I'm, just, yes. I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking we should do the show. Probably a good idea. Welcome Episode. to Farting Around with Big Heaven. <laughs> that's it. Episode friends. 400, episode 483, farting around. Farting around. Oh, there we go. Farting so, around. Uh, we were not here last week. We did not do a show last week. I blame myself. We had, it, no, no. You you know what? There was, uh, there was a last minute conflict that hopefully leads to some sort of content in some way, shape, or form for I'm the gonna, show. I'm going to talk about it right now. There you go. Excellent. Um, or today. And, uh, and then, you know, but we're here this week. That's how right. it works. Yep. Do you want to just... Start off with why we weren't there? Yeah, uh, I actually went to the uh, release party for Dungeon Alliance. Nice. Which is a Kickstarter that we talked about on this program some time ago. A brand new board game from Andrew Parks. Right. Friend of this program and some people in this room. And uh, it was a swell time down there at Roxy and Dukes. Yeah, man. Which, by the way, is a venue which we could probably use for that event that I was just talking about. It's oh, a great, I, I didn't think about that, but probably. I yeah. have magicked for the corsets in Roxy and Duke. Oh, it's is a that great right? space. And I, a, it is a great I, space. And for a, a private party, uh, we have a uh, uh, an acquaintance who's doing a birthday benefit uh, event at oh, that, that very, right? uh, very place this weekend, which I'll be on stage for again. So, nice. Uh, well, yeah. let, me great just space, say, uh, let me just say the owner might, might owe me something. I'm just saying. <laughs> nice. Just, just, might owe me a favor. Nice yeah, or two. Cool. Or two. So, yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah, so went down there. Uh, I got to play the game with the uh, creator himself. Nice. Uh, Andrew Parks. And, uh, wow, what a terrific game. It has come out. I regret. I left it in the truck, so I, I should be holding it right up now. To yeah. The live I blew it, too. I, I, I thought will. of bringing at least portions yeah. Of, yeah. of mine that, are, that literally arrive. I was expecting it to ship right. on the Wednesday after this event yeah, that you yeah. attended. Yeah. But uh, I come home from work on Wednesday, and there it is. I'm there it is. Yeah, and actually. Um, so I was uh, very excited for that. Retailer X got his retail package like the next day. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. So, uh, and, yeah, uh, so it's getting out there. I haven't had the pleasure of playing it yet, but I'm looking forward to doing so because it's uh, it's it's it's. it's it's yeah, a nice piece of work. I have to say that, you know, I'm not a huge board game fan. Sure. I'm not a huge game fan in, in particular. But, you know, when I latch on to something, right. I latch on to it mm. like a lamprey on a whale. <laughs> uh, uh, and, right. like, you know, like Red Dead, you know, sure. like, that's a great example. Um, but I have to tell you, I was so mm. super impressed with all the Quixotic Games is the name of uh, Andrew Park's company. Yep. I was so impressed with the level to which they have produced this game. Yeah. Top-notch production values Very. all throughout. 
Very the, well done. They, they, it's the first time they've ever done a game with minis. The minis are spectacular. The minis are excellent. I don't and know if you got the painted ones. I did go with the painted ones, Holy. and whoever they commissioned did a stellar uh, job. Unbelievable. Because they had a lot a of miniatures lot. to paint yeah. between all the people that, that purchased that tier. And, 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 the, uh, and the, uh, all the add-on yep. minis as well. Yep, so, yep, yep. Uh, there was an expansion of course, uh, as well for it as well. Uh, so a lot of things uh, are going on there. I have to say, though, the, the, of all the things that I just said, minis and production value and everything else, the game itself, uh-huh. brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. And so many different ways to play. So many diverse ways to yeah. play the game. Cooperatively, <clears throat> PvP, uh, campaign mode. I think there's two other ones that I'm thinking Are, I'm Is this meant to be about. played as like a single set? Yeah, it's, it's a like one to three hour play time. There's yeah, really can... no... I haven't hit anything that, that's, that shows any kind of campaign building structure. Right. But there is. Um, but, but there can there be yeah. from what I've, yeah. I've heard yeah. through the grapevine, yeah. but I haven't gotten there in the literature right. yet. Um, but it's uh, for, to me, it, 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 this is kind of a throwback. If anybody's familiar with the old Milton Bradley Heroes Quest, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the later they put out the Advanced Heroes Quest, this rings a lot of those bells for me. Uh, but it that, has a, uh, a much more modern tile sense that yes. I think that one didn't have. Right, and, and it's not as uh, like the, the the miniatures are, are, are. It's just the miniatures, the figures themselves. It's not right. like it's not bogged down in all the furniture pieces yes. and treasure chests like right. you had with the Hero Quest. But it it rings a lot of those those sort of familiar bells with just the uh, uh the 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 look and feel of it in in a lot of ways and it's i'm i'm really excited to yeah. give it a shot so and it's, a, and it's a kind of thing like we have a, a we have our little new york gamer group that we get together with every now and then but it's not always practical uh for our group or for any group to get together to do a full-blown like campaign night of pen and paper right right and d role play um or maybe just the story isn't set for the dm they're not ready to put it in front of a of a table yet uh so this kind of game uh, rings as a, a great sit-in for those days where, like, listen, it's it's our month to get together, but we don't have any campaigns ready. Let's just spend several hours playing. Yeah, how many this. how many players? Uh, the st- uh, standalone uh, is up to four players right now. And do you need I, I a main game or is think, it rules? Okay, I, I it's all rules based. I think it's more than that, but I don't uh, remember. One, off the top the, the of my base head. game is one to four players. Is that I'm what it not says? sure if the expansion. I think the expansion adds maybe adds uh, to that? at least another just... one or two. Possible players. So I thought I thought it was more, but I don't have the box in front of me, so yeah. I can't say. So it. for February or March, we should sit down and maybe find someone uh, or two people. Play you, a I, game you beat me and to making I, that very and, point. And, and, and I, I we'll, know a fourth. We'll throw it up online. I know a fourth we could get Andrew Parks. Uh, I'm okay. sure. So we sit down. That actually be fun. Set up the little live. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do that. Yeah, he'd be totally down. And that way, when in none fact, of us none of us know the rules, he's on top of it to go. Right. You, you guys are terrible. <laughs> You're awful. Terrible. Put awful. that piece back. You can't no, no. move that way. No, listen. He's he he actually was running. <laughs> he's actually was running all the demos that were that you know running yeah. from table to table. You know, and he's like, uh, yeah, lunatic. Like, yeah, lunatic. in a good way. So, He's like a yeah. chihuahua. He's like going every day. He wants to make sure everybody's having a good time. <laughs> sure, sure. He wants to make sure everybody's understanding everything. He wants to make sure, you know, that he didn't miss anything. I don't think he slept for like two months. Probably not. Um, but no. Andy, I'm so sorry that, that uh, uh, we flipped a compliment into, into calling you a chihuahua <laughs> and a lunatic. <laughs> so he, don't take that, that said, the wrong way, okay? That said, though, it, it should be noted that on <laughs> February the 23rd, at Time Warp Comics in Cedar Grove, that's yeah. a Friday night. Mm-hmm. He'll be coming to demo there, sweet uh, on that night. So there, there, there's that. And then, of course, we'll we'll do something live for the Patreon people as soon as we can set it up. All right, that's cool. 
And since PK already cracked his open, my set can stay delightfully gem mint 10 <laughs> with the autographed. Uh, I got the the expansion box autographed to me uh, professionally, and I got the miniatures box autographed to me personally. Oh, very nice. So, oh, yeah. Oh, very I, nice. I got the whole the whole kit. You're, you're just a... It was a good time, yeah. I should say. It was a very nice launch party. A lot of nice people there. A lot of people you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Over there. I have. I have so, no doubt. Uh, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why we we uh, we didn't do a show last week uh, because I thought it was important that no, no, absolutely one or more of us went to that. A- absolutely. You know, um, I- I'm I'm happy to hear that it's not campaign driven. At least. Or that it can be, but it's not relying upon that because, as you said, it's hard. It's it's and, not yeah. It's <laughs> not always easy to keep that content straight and and you know play. That's it's a it's taxing. Yeah, to do a, a campaign based game and uh, so yeah, it's nice to just get together right now and just go. Here are the rules. Here are the pieces. Yeah, kick ass. Done. I've been watching um, slash listening to Critical Role. Okay. Over on uh, YouTube. It's on the Geek and Sundry channel. Yep, yep. And uh, it's a great show. It's a bunch of voice actors, some of whom you definitely know their voices. Oh, yeah. Some of the actors. I've, I've checked out an episode yeah. or two here and there, yeah. And uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun to watch them run this D&D campaign. It's like listening to a radio drama. But each episode is like three or four hours long. Yeah, minimum. And it's, I mean, and, yeah, any tabletop game. Yeah, when we get together with the group, it's an all-day event. Right. It's thoroughly enjoyable, but it, it makes me remember every single time, like, I, I don't know that I can do that week after week. Yeah. Like, it's just hard. It's they, hard. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do they go through an entire DM screen? Uh, no. No? no? They, oh, okay. No, I, I, I've never actually seen them eat during oh, the game really? that they play. Yeah, no. That's interesting. They're, they're, I couldn't go that they, long playing D&D without food. No, they, wow. they, have, they have the willpower. That's not a fat guy thing either. I just... I just don't think I could go that long without. I mean, at least bags of Doritos and Funyuns, something. And shit, you know, something. To yeah. Well, you know, when he refers to the DM screen, do you know what the DM screen was when he refers to it that? No, not that reference. I just know what a DM screen yeah. is. No, no, this is this is the giant um, three month old child bag of M and M's that you get at like Costco or BJ's. <laughs> we refer to that as the DM screen. The DM screen, <laughs> because you could roll behind it. <laughs> and no one would see what you're rolling, yeah. and everybody gets a treat. That's oh, that's, I love it. That's what we used as the DM screen <laughs> a bunch of times. How how many twenty D have you lost <laughs> in the bag in the, in the course none. of time? <laughs> Amazingly enough, none. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the news the this DM week. Screen. Uh, Conan the Barbarian TV series yeah. is in work uh, is in the works over at Amazon from Ryan Condal, Miguel. And Warren Littlefield. Um, Amazon Prime is developing this, scheduled to come out sometime next year. Uh, we don't know a lot about it other than that. I mean, we know it's based on Conan the Barbarian, and that's about it. If they were smart, they would try to get Jason Momoa. It's not going to happen. It's not, there's no I, way it's going to happen. All right. Though. Look, let's, I mean, if what, they're, listen, if they're smart, TV? they would try. They would certainly try. Because he's never done TV? They ain't going to succeed. No, he has done TV. Okay. But no, it's, so it's why why is it so impossible to believe that because, they would get him? Because I think I mean between, he's got at least six Aquaman movies in yeah. his future ahead of him. <laughs> I mean, but not like he has zero. So he has he has he <laughs> has in the can. He, does, he has an Aquaman he has movie. A, at the, he has at, an, at, an Aquaman movie. He has. There's another film that he's working on, and he also does that TV show too. So he so, already yeah. has a TV show. He does. It's called Frontier. Okay. It's in its third season now, and I. Th- it third season starts sometime soon, 
And uh, I think it's been greenlit for a fourth season as okay. well already. I maintain um, that they could definitely get him to do it. And if they did, it would be a boon to the series. Oh, not, absolutely. Because would be. I agree with PK. I enjoyed the, his Conan. The film, his Conan wasn't, not only was it not bad, it was good. It's very good. It just got buried and lost. Of course. It's also very niche. So I th- I think that had yeah the the the, well. the bar the barbarian eighties uh, r- weren't ripe to come back then they're not really ripe to come back now so I think that's why but, uh, uh, taking this but, I don't but, know if the but, TV's the safer route but but don't forget mm-hmm. there have been a number of successful sort of and I would cl- I would classify this as a sand and sandals uh, you know <laughs> TV show uh, there was the what was the what was but, the one that was on one of those talking about Spartacus. Spartacus and yeah. and all that. I, I but I Vikings I look at those does very well. But I look at those different Conan is like the 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 swords and sorcery fantasy element of, you know, the barbarians, you know, shirtless loincloth barbarian sword yeah. swing and mayhem. Have you seen you know, Spartacus sir? No, I, I know, but it's it's still it, it's 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 based in a somewhat of a reality no no yeah i get what i mean i get what you're saying i think i think everybody is looking to find whatever is going to fill in the game of thrones gap i think that's what it comes down to game of thrones has one more season that's coming sometime next year yep and when that's done what's gonna slide into that to to fulfill that no but to what's gonna fulfill that barbarian land in Westworld, Westworld season yeah. three. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Actually, I guess we, we could talk about that real quick. Sure. We did get a Westworld two, uh, season two trailer. Oh, yes, we did. During the Super Bowl. It was pretty awesome. Um, in addition to that, they've launched a new um, viral website. The old Delos Destinations is up, right? Correct. Yeah. And the website seems to indicate that there are six total destinations. Yep. Um, we've seen Westworld, obviously. We got a glimpse at Samurai World. Samurai World. Yep. There's a lot of speculation that there is a medieval world, right? Because that was what was in the second film, was it not? Was it uh, medieval? There was a medieval world in the second film and a space world right. in the second film. Yeah. So, um, so what are the other? You know, what are the, what are the other frontiers? Everything seems to be at least sort of realistically based, right? So right. samurai, west, even space is realistically based. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so what 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 else what else do they what else do they go for? Well, what are all the tropes? We, we have uh, we have the old west, and which also doubles as the whole cowboys and Indians, right. uh, samurai. We've just talked about space, Star Trekian kind of right. kind of thing. Uh, what was the medieval medieval uh, medieval time period? And I then, wonder if they go for just some sort of generic sci fi trope. Civil War. Well, that would be the, no, the space one, probably. No, like, but I don't see, know. They would double up or, or see, like sci fi. I see like cyberpunk. Yeah, or like Matrixy. Right. Like, like I see space as potentially being like, like you're on like a space colony, and right. you know it's it's maybe it's actual robotics, and you know the robotics, think, like the, you know something right. a little bit more grounded. Yeah. I think we're missing the, the you know the basics, sand and sandals again, like ancient Rome or Greece or one of those. Ancient Rome oh, would be good. That's actually yeah. one that's pictured in future world as well too. oh is it oh, yeah, okay. there, there is a, a caesar thing yeah um oh, okay yeah which uh, which all uh, basically any anything that can involve orgies because <laughs> yes right uh, that seems to be a thing in in west world and future world and what have you sure as well. so sure. uh roman time would be right up that alley those violent delights um <laughs> so yeah so i mean i'm excited for season two also um april the most, 22nd right yeah that yeah. was really shocking to me because i thought it was a way 
I thought it was way further off surprise. than that. And there, we, it, it's, it's kind of a surprise hit because I, right? I think most of what we had been hearing was uh, fall. So we, I, I was right. under the assumption we're looking at October, November. I believe the first season premiered in October. Yeah, I might be mistaken, right. but I, I feel like October is right for that. So uh, we were all we all had that in mind, and then they dropped that trailer and that release date, and I shit a brick. Yeah, it's. I mean, bring, bring it sooner. Thank goodness. I'm yes. excited. I'm excited for it to come. Cannot back. wait. Cannot um, wait. The trailer looked really good. You can check it out online. Go go take a peek for it. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Um. All right. HBO is picking up another J.J. Abrams series. Uh, I'm gonna let PK try to pronounce this one. Demimonde. What he said. Uh, Demi Mond is described as a series about a scientist mom, her husband, and just daughter. Demi Mond. Demi Mond. Demi Monde. He sounds like a character on Lost. Uh, a scientist <laughs> I mom. Love you, Penny. <laughs> exactly. Her husband and daughter, who are in a car crash, leaving her in a coma. Her daughter, after going through her experiments, ends up transporting to another world and battling a monstrous, oppressive force. Her father ends up in the world with her. HBO is reportedly describing the series as an epic and intimate sci-fi fantasy drama. This, to me, sounds like Fringe 2.0. <laughs> so, let, so why is she going through her mother's scientific experiments? To find a cure for the common coma? I, I, who knows? I don't know. There's parts of this premise that we're missing, I think, that are important. I mean, maybe she's just, maybe, you know, her mom is in a coma and she wants to follow her mom's footsteps. I mean, to me, that's the least odd part about this description. Um this is written oddly. Yeah. Look, yeah, that's I, what I'm talking about. So my take on this is I'll give anything a try. I have faith in J.J. Abrams. Sure. I like what he does, typically I speaking. I love what he does, and and, so, and this is a big week for him, too, which I can't wait to get into a little later. We, no, we so, can yeah. slide into that now if you yeah, want. I, 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 you want to go through some of this? You want to hit like, the news stuff and yeah, maybe say okay. that for a little bit more review-y, product-y thing? I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Sure. Whatever you think. Deadpool released a new... Um, movie poster today i typically stay away from movie poster announcements because most times it's like meh. but um i brought this one up because it's I, hilarious because it's hilarious and the marketing team behind the deadpool franchise is it continue to is, hit home run genius after home run so it's a take on the flash dance movie poster. <laughs> you know, he's he's like holding onto that chair doing that like it's, it's the iconic up. flash dance yeah. pose when she's getting the water dumped right. on her. And, and except it's back a spray of bullets <laughs> just bouncing off of him, ricocheting off of Deadpool. Um this is the one big trailer that I really thought we might see. Yeah. During the Super Bowl, and I was surprised when we didn't see it. I heard earlier in the day, I think it was it was either the Fox account or the Deadpool official Twitter account said there's not going to be a trailer. Don't wait for it. You know, right. Don't hold your breath. So they kind I, of let I was us waiting know. for a trailer or even even trolling. And Something. Really, all, the only trolling that happened was all David fucking Harbor. Yeah, exactly. National <laughs> Treasure and is, is it's a tide edge shit had me dying. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I was surprised we didn't see something similar in in, in that vein from a, from a, at least a glimpse of Deadpool. Yeah. That was a shocker. So I mean, obviously we've gotten a synopsis before. We've talked about it, um, but the the marketing team behind this film franchise deserves deserves all the accolades we've talked about marketing teams before and how they sometimes succeed and how they sometimes fail mm -hmm. and like this is uh, suicide squad mm, big succeed big succeed big fail yeah um i've heard <laughs> i've heard some controversy about the marketing behind um black panther controversy yes recently yes oh really oh uh, yeah there there were some people who um 
didn't take issue, but questioned the use of some of the music in the trailer um, and how it differentiates what's actually in the final product and what the target that music is going for versus what the actual finished product is. And, um, I, you know, it is what it is. I like the car commercial. No, I, yeah. so the the trailer about like the use of because they use a lot of hip hop. They use a lot of hip hop, and I don't think there's actually a lot of hip hop in the film itself. Of my understanding there isn't. is that right. So my understanding is that there's a score, and the score is much more sort of traditional and has like African sort of tones. And so the the talking points were: does the marketing, does using hip hop in the marketing detract from the film or not? No, I wouldn't it, think because I mean right. they're using they're using rock music, hip hop music. Sure, they're using a massive variety of genres of music just to to really ultimately what it is. It's a it's noise and a beat that gets your attention sure. and makes you pay attention sure. to the trailer. I, I mean, look, it's um, it I that's a that's a yeah, deep nitpick, it, yeah, a very deep nitpick. I mean, maybe it's odd. I don't. I don't even think it's odd. It's, is, it is what it is. But this is look. the Warner's people just starting their campaign. No, we're not, I don't even is. want to give credence to that. <laughs> nope. But um, but look, I'm super excited for Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool, uh, Black Panther. Too. Oh yeah, we can change away. Oh, right? oh yeah, this week isn't it? No, it's next week. It's oh, the it's next 14th. Oh, I, I thought think, it was or the 15th. Oh, yeah, right it's before next week. Toy Fair. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's next week. So, so uh, yeah. Not not to, before you go on there. You know, a trailer I expected to see at the Super Bowl was Ant Man and the Wasp. But we got it before the Super Bowl. Did we? We yep. got a full trailer. Yeah, it would have been on last week's show. It would have been in the prep sheet for last week. I don't think I saw it yet. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. it. Looks um, good. Yeah, it looks really I'm good. Um, and I, I'm most excited about her. She looks awesome. She looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Right. And she looks fantastic. But you know what, though? So, yeah. there's It looks like from that trailer that there is a really nice continuation of the chemistry that they um, that they developed in that first yep. movie, Absolutely. like Hank Hank totally begrudgingly trusting and hating and digging at Scott mm-hmm. at uh-huh. every opportunity. Yeah, they show that in the trailer. Scott's still sort of. You know, his bravado, which is really just his cover-up for being uncomfortable in his own skin, in the suit. Right. And Janet's <laughs> and complete, Paul Rudd. Yeah. And Janet's complete command of that character and that technology and her confidence. It's The trailer really highlights that chemistry yeah. really well. I thought it was well, – I, I, I think they've really got really another well – uh, definitely another home run with that one. I'm looking yeah, I'm, super forward. And that's – Since we're uh, – It's soon-ish too, right? Soon-ish it's, too, like, yeah. It's, it's – um, that's like that's the summer release. No, I'm uh, sorry, Infinity oh. Wars is summer release. So it's probably the fall release. It's, yeah, Ant Man. It is because we got Panther. It it's it's the Infinity fall release. War and then fall. It is the, the fall release. Okay. That's correct. So Speaking not which, quite soonish. Yeah. Since we start on the Super Bowl, can we just mention a few other things? Yeah, we can throw through a few I like other the ads. Infinity War spot. I thought was really good. Yes. Is that the same one we've seen? Was it new? No, nope. it was new. new oh spot. no, there was. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot more Spider Man stuff. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it looks good. It yeah. looks pretty solid. I I just again I want to repeat. That if there's not at least one Sherlock joke, with the two of them standing <laughs> yeah. in the same place, that would be a shame. Uh, I want that there was a uh, there's a shot in the infin- the new Infinity War piece where they're the two of them are standing next to each other, like, like, and then there's I think Spider Man is between them, but they're yeah. they're looking at something ominous. I really, I that's where I, I want I want a good jive from yeah. from from one of them in there. I'm not right. I'm not sure sure which. There's somebody that there's a cartoon, not a cartoon, but a. a um, a couple of comic panels. I don't know if it's from an actual comic or if it's a fan art thing, 
but uh, Tony turns to him, and it almost looks like the same shot of the two of them yeah. standing together from these comic panels. And Tony turns to him and gives him, and he's, and he's like, uh, "Like a cool, uh, cool facial hair, facial hair, bro, high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I, I, I don't recall if that's from the actual books was, or not. Was that from Civil War Two? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe the comic, the series. I don't know. I, I'm, but yeah, he's I'm looking, looking for the high five. Their... And Strange is just like, I hate you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to their chemistry on screen. Yeah, I think those are the two I'm most excited to see interact with each other. Is is Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, and, and uh, what's his name? Also, Dark I think uh, the release day of Infinity War. Uh, excuse me, Infinity War should be talk like Doctor Sh- Doctor Strange Day. Yeah, where everybody p- just punch the R's a little harder, hard. a little harder, punch yeah. the R's a little harder. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that'll be a fun day. It's like talk like a pirate day, only it's exactly talk like Doctor Strange Day. <laughs> there, there you go. What my else? wife? I'm driving my wife I, crazy with that. By the way, oh this no, is, wonderful. Uh, it, maybe it's a simple little thing, but I really liked. The TD Ameritrade Lionel Richie spot. <laughs> Did you see that one? That I missed. And so it's basically, it's like that guy that's in all their commercials, you, you know, talking yeah. to the couple about investing or whatever. Right. And some other guy, they're sitting on a couch and Lionel Richie is sitting in between them and he's tapping away on the computer. And so, so the one guy goes, so Lionel, what do you think about the new, you know, TD Ameritrade 24 hour, you know? You know, it makes you, you know, it, it gives you the opportunity to, you know, do your investing. And they're waiting for him to say all night long. Yeah. But he just comes out with like five other ways to say <laughs> all night long without <laughs> saying all night long. That's hilarious. Like from the eve, he's like from the darkness to the light. <laughs> and like they finally, you finally hear the song playing and they cut away. And like one of the voices goes, you aren't going to say it, are you? <laughs> it's really, really funny. They got to get Lionel Richie out there because he's coming back to host American Idol, isn't he? Is he one of the hosts? Is he? On yeah, I have no so. idea. Uh, and then I also like, did you see, uh, they annoyed me throughout the entirety of the Super Bowl was the Eli Manning you know, trying to like oh, yeah. find himself something. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. the payoff was but great. The though. payoff, the was dirty dancing fantastic. payoff was fantastic. I think my tweet in response to that was, "What? <laughs> what? Yeah." yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I killed me. Yeah, I thought that. Especially was really they, they great. nailed. The oh lift. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really, really well done. And uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, a quiet place had a new spot. Yeah, which I thought was really good. Uh, I like the Jack Ryan spot. The Jack yeah, Ryan I thought that spot. looked really I good. I think it's an intriguing. Uh, Die Hard with a Rock didn't intrigue me at all. <laughs> oh, Skyscraper? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I missed that actual trailer. I, I caught a glimpse of him standing on a on the on the roof of the skyscraper, right. and, I, and I was heading in to get my pizza in the kitchen. So, and, uh, and I'm sorry, is what? Because I assumed it was Rampage, so I just wrote it off. Of course. Is what's her name from the Scream movies? His wife. Nev Campbell? Nev Campbell. I think she popped up in there. I, I think she's sure. his wife in, <clears throat> in the flick. I oh, think, I don't know. Which I was, I think. Um, uh, yeah, so there was that. There was a Jurassic World Kingdom trailer. Terrific trailer. Which looks real. I'm, I'm excited for that film. I'm not going to lie. I'm a fan of that franchise. I'm confused about that film. Because I'm not really sure what's going on there. <laughs> I think that's the point. I, but I'm, I'm really I'm, confused. I'm happy for that Like, one. I was like, what? what is, what the, what? It's um the new Jurassic World and the new one. Sailed by me. I'm kind of nonplussed, but then yeah. I saw Goldblum show up. Yeah. So now I might have to catch up. Yeah. It's, I like oh, the last one too. Yeah. And the Goldblum Jeep commercial. Yes. Did you catch that one? It was really good. Really, really funny. Um, yeah. 
uh, there was. Um, I hated, and you mentioned it before, PK. I hated every David Harbor appearance. Oh, oh I, no, I thought come they were on. really funny. I hated them. When, when, when it's the animated Mr. Clean dancing and then it stops and it's David Harbor. You, you didn't hate those commercials. <laughs> you're, you're, you're influenced by your clear bias. <laughs> I'm not biased. Um, there was a Mission Impossible trailer. I don't think I saw that one. Uh, for Fallout. It looks of like things yeah. that are flying in the sky. It, it looks like another Mission Impossible movie. Does it look like the mummy? I, uh, God hope it, I hope it's not that bad. I since they've since Mission Impossible 3, I've I've dug what they've been doing yeah. because they've they've gotten into the team dynamic that makes Mission Impossible Mission Impossible, sure. which is nice. It's uh the the second the first one was kind of its own story and and there was justification for Tom Cruise kind of being his own right. person there, but they still had a good team dynamic through most of that. Uh, and then the the next, the second one they they had that John Woo uh, let's turn Tom Cruise into into James Bond bullshit. Right. Fest. That's that's exactly where I thought they were going with yeah. the second one, and I and thought it's completely like, out of the spirit of what Mission Impossible is all about. But, but I think they redeemed. Yeah, JJ, yeah. Uh, you know, picked it up and brought the team dynamic back into it, and um, I, I really like what they've they've done with it so far. And yeah, well, well, this one looks pretty pretty good. We'll see what they got. Um, and then last at least that I think can think of um, was the solo teaser followed by the solo trailer yep. the next morning. And, and how did we feel about that on board? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was I, really I, much I thought better. It was, um, and I thought it was going to be, I am super excited to see Donald Glover yep. as Lando. I think he's going to run away with that movie. Um, I'm, I think he's going to run away with that. Movie. I'm convinced of that. I, I, I agree with you. I think he is going to outshine yep. our, or, or, whoever his name that's playing on solo. <laughs> yeah. That guy, uh, Adrian. You need a towel Elric for that mic or whatever his name is. Um, was it Alden Ehrenreich? Yeah, that guy, Alden Ehrenreich. See, <laughs> see when I said I was right. Clatu, Marada. But yeah, no, I think the trailer looks great. I love how the Falcon looks. How clean pristine and, and new it looks. That was one of my favorite. Yeah. That little hall shot was probably one yeah. of my favorite yeah. ones in that. It's cer- clearly, Lando takes care of it a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> and I really it, liked... it, it kind of justifies him selling Han to the Empire. If he oh, gets yeah. one, what did you do to my ship? <laughs> you Hel- piece of shit. Hello, Darth. Uh, yeah, uh, come on down. I like. Uh, I also really liked the sort of interview voiceover portion that went over the beginning of it where it's clearly an imperial officer yeah interviewing him for what the academy because I that's guess. what i got probably the yeah that's what of. i get the impression of and i was like well that's interesting yeah yeah that's very interesting well he uh, he starts out in there at some point doesn't he like uh, he, he ends no, up nothing i've ever read certainly nothing in canon indicates I, I, no i thought where him. that was in a story I, I somewhere that was in a story somewhere really too. Yeah. I don't one of the old one, one of the old solo novels like Maybe, way back, I don't know. Way oh, back when splinter the splinter the mind's eye era non-canon yeah. no, i know it's non-canon but i'm just saying, saying. But I don't, they, these are things that were written, yeah. I think, at some I don't point recall, that they might be going to. I, I don't recall anything about that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just right. don't recall anything like um, that. But clearly but, he doesn't join. Who's the who's the Native American Appleseed Bullieros looking guy? The, the guy with the with the three with the he's got he's got the mask. Oh, you probably have you ever seen Appleseed, the anime? Appleseed? No, I, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a great analogy though. Once you said it, I was like, I knew exactly who, who you were, right? Yeah. yeah. The, I thought you were having a stroke. Yeah, no, he it was the guy that had like the yeah. He had like the and he had the, he had the metal mask, the with metal the mask slit with the it. slit across his eye, and he had like the four spikes coming off the back. Oh, of the it I, is literally what everybody is talking about out yeah. of this trailer. Yeah, okay, he's the I, standout new character, or whatever. I, he I is. can picture what you're talking Erase. about. 
standout new race. Well, but do we know he's a race? It's a mask that he's wearing. No, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's okay. other ones there with him. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I don't know. The the designs look cool. The score, yeah. the you know, the little bit that we heard of the score. I think, but I I think Donald Glover is is running away with stealing that movie. And in in close second behind him, probably Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and uh, 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 that that little that little Han uh, that little Han line that he kind of drops. The um, oh god, oh the the the, the something something kid. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on it now. He's got one line in the full trailer, <sighs> and it's something Han says, isn't it? Something Han says later on, maybe in New Hope. I'm fucking drawing a blank. Oh, he says, on "Hey, now. kid." Yeah, but it was <laughs> it was something else. Anyway, but it looks good. I think it looks really solid. So yeah, I'm I'm on board, and uh, I love how everybody has has made an instant judgment based on. <clears throat> and we've, we've forty five seconds of trailer. Uh, well, that, but also within that forty five five seconds, we have minimal look at. Uh, yeah, as, uh, oh, as he's solo. terrible, and he's, he's already plastic, terrible. He's already he's cardboard. Yeah. He has he doesn't capture it all, dude. If River Phoenix and Sean Patrick Flannery can fly. Yeah, and you're okay, and uh, you know, and maybe you bitched about that too. I don't know. I have no idea. River Phoenix, but, I thought nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. But she honestly, does Patrick he look Clannery. a thing like like a young Sean Con- a young Sean Connery, a yeah. young uh, Harrison Ford? No, because he's blonde. Yeah, starters. But you know what? I thought he but he nailed... captured the subtlety yeah, and he... the nuances, Absolutely. and that, and that's what that's what we have to watch out for with Ogling Ogling is uh, is whether he captures the subtleties if he's got a handle of the smirk. Uh, the, the the overall grin, right? Uh, the cadence to the voice. There's a certain kind of cadence. And he doesn't have to do. You know, people are saying you you, they, you should have hired this one guy and this one. They mentioned this one dude who's an impressionist on YouTube. He just does impressions. But, yeah, exactly. Because that, that's you, what we need. You need someone not to an actor. act the role. I'm it, sorry. It's it's funny because uh, Han as a character is another character who we romanticized in our heads, yep. right? But yep. in a lot of ways, Han is very. Sort of, he's stoic, he's dry, he almost is a little cardboardy. Right. There are nuances that make him work, but he's a little bit kind of, he, at least at first glance, and that first, he's a little bit cardboard at first. Yeah. He kind of has He to, just kind of is. He just kind of is. He's there, but that's what makes Han Han. Like, that's, so... It's hard for me to hear you say you think he's cardboard when, like, Han's a little cardboard at times. Yeah. That's kind of how he's played. Again... There are the nuances that he has to capture, and if he yep. does that, then I I, I think I, he'll do fine. I'm not worried, and and honestly, with as not much at as, least based on that, yeah, and with his with as much as I think everyone else is going to mm-hmm. run away with the movie, he's might end up being a, a side note to his own film anyway, right? You know, it, it's what we can, we can only tell when we see the film, and then that's Chewy it. looks good. Chewy looks awesome. <laughs> All right, new Chewy. Um, wow, we are uh, we, racking we, it up over here. Yeah, we have so much more to do. Let's let's just blow through like maybe one or two more things. Okay. Shazam has begun. Shazam has begun. The really only reason I put this in here is because there were a couple of photos that popped up online over the last couple of days oh. of Zachary Levy. Uh-huh. Not on the set, but just in general. Uh-huh. He put on some muscle. Oh, yeah? He's looking a little, he's looking definitely a bit beefier than he did. You, you're thinking he's of hanging like, out with Chris Pratt. I was going to say he's working like, out with The Rock. You're right? thinking like skinny Chuck. I'm right? thinking of Chuck, yeah. And, and, and even Thor. Fandral. Fandral. He was in pretty Thor. thin. His his goatee was bigger than he was in <laughs> Thor. No, man. He's got, first of all, there was a, a shot of him back in like October or November at the Video Game Awards or something right. he presented. And his shirt looked like it was going to rip off of his body. Wow. And then there's another shot of him this weekend at some sporting event uh, up in Toronto where it's being filmed. 
and he's just in a t-shirt leaning over with his friends, but his arms are like four times the size wow. they used to be. So definitely well, working I mean, out with the rock. If Chris yeah. Pratt can go from the fat, chubby, lovable guy on Parks and Rec to fucking Star Lord, yeah, right. And well, I said he, that in Discord today too. This but, is the neat thing about yeah. about this business. I, listen, when your job <laughs> is to work out, then that's what you do. Great. I mean, yeah. they're, they're driving a truck full of money up to these guys to do nothing. Okay. Uh, you are going to work out from uh, when you wake up in the morning until you go to bed at night, and then we're going to make a movie. Right. And, uh, I mean, shit, I'll, you know, sign me up for the, that fitness the program. Chris Pratt spots were also good on the yes. Super Bowl, I yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where he's auditioning yeah. was, was particularly yeah. uh, funny. All right, very quick. American Gods Season 2 gets a brand new showrunner. And I think the only thing we need to say about this is the glowing comments by neil Gaiman. so i didn't know this but apparently after season one neil was not entirely in love with what happened with season one. Oh, really now i loved season one i thought it was perfect from start to finish i have zero I, complaints i love the two and I, and I have no frame of reference i love yeah. it as its own story since i've never read the book so so but neil yeah, neil did thrilled, huh? write a glowing we don't have to read the whole thing now but he wrote a, a beautiful you know love fest yeah <laughs> to him um michelle mclaren is going to be directing chris pratt speaking of chris pratt and the upcoming cowboy ninja viking a book talked about at length on this program the entire time it was coming out yes we did talk about it quite often um she sounds like she's definitely a good runner for this chris pratt is the perfect person for the lead role i, mean, I don't think any of us have thought that since they announced him so um i'm excited for that we'll see where that goes um, d -d 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 I don't know. Where do we want to break? Because we have a bunch for segment two, too. You know, let's just blow through a couple more of these. Paramount is set to adapt the Ology books into a series franchise. Why? Who gives a shit? The books are cute. I, yeah, I don't, I, get, don't, I don't get that. I they're reference oh books. Those books that, that that are at like five below all the time. Yeah. Dun Ugh. Dungeonology, as uh, I think I passed along to you, didn't I? Okay. Yes, but yeah. the Dungeonology you passed along to me was the Wizards of the Coast one. I don't okay. think that's part of this. This ah. is like the Dragonology, Wizardology, Fairyology. Ba -ba -ba. I see they list Dungeonology, but I think that's different okay. than that book. Um, those books are cute. They're, they're little they're, books. They're reference books, right? Like, essentially, like so, it's. I don't. I don't get how you pull a story. A small out of that. boy right. and his sister trapped in these books. Yeah. So I don't. One book I don't understand how they're going to do that. Um, we got note today that the Game of Thrones series creators, um, but, but, but David Benioff and Weiss. and DB Weiss are going to be producing yet another <laughs> series of Star Wars films separate. Separate from the Skywalker films, right? Which we think is wrapping up after nine, theoretically. Yep. Theoretically, um, are they? And separate from? Well, I don't think. I think after nine, they may no longer be the Skywalker films. They may be the the Ray, Ray Walker films, Ray Raylo Ren films. Um, Raylo Ray Ren. Ren. Um, oh, and, and we have a series of films coming from Ryan Johnson. This is separate from all of those. Wow. I'll say that I said this before we started the show tonight. I think given the talents that these two clearly have. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that they're not on a, some so, sort of Star Wars live action well, TV show. So here's the thing, though. After Ryan Johnson kind of kind of said, ah, it's not going to necessarily be Knights of the Old Republic. Right. He's going to do something else. Right. 
I could see these guys doing Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, in that sort of really, Jedi mythology yeah. sort Shit, of tons way. of characters to play yeah. with. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that is a rich universe for those intrigue, two guys. Political in- intrigue. Mine. So, and then maybe Ryan Johnson does Legacy or someplace else. And the worst idea of the week. Metropolis is a new series coming for the DC Digital Network. This is the Gotham of the Superman just, universe. Just read the description. Yeah. It follows Lois Lane and Lex Luthor as they investigate the world of fringe science and expose the city's dark and bizarre secrets. In a metropolis before Superman. Correct. I'm sorry. Yes. In a, in a, in a city of tomorrow before the arrival of Superman. Wasn't. Was was Lois and Lex? No. No, right? Wasn't Lex always a scumbag yes. even prior to Superman coming to I don't know. Maybe he's not in, in, in this uh, series, which, of course, is tied to nothing. Yeah. Like Gotham. I, I will say, though, that we did get two more TV spots for Krypton, Krypton. this week. Krypton. Um, I still think that show looks pretty good. One of them is uh, uh, Jor-El, and one of them is the Zod family and they're okay. sort of setting up this um hatfield and the mccoys sort of you know house okay. of l house of zod right sort of storyline i think it looks halfway decent yeah. i'm at least interested it's worth in checking exploring out that one test at least an episode or two um and then very last but not least and then we'll take our break wolverine the long night this is going to be a radio drama style podcast coming later this year richard armitage is going to be voicing um insanely good cast uh yeah he's going to be doing uh logan the cast also will include scott adds how do you pronounce that's it that's it uh bob balaban uh, Brian Scott Allen. That's it's the guy that ends up at our table at New York Comic Con every, every year. Other yeah. year yeah. Um, Bob Balaban, Brian Stokes Mitchell, and a ton of other people. And friends. But so they released a two and a half minute trailer today for it. It sounds really cool. I like the way it sounds. It's coming to Stitcher Premium in March. Um, but then we'll get a wide release in fall of 2018. It's 10 episodes. It's going to air weekly. Um, it's pretty cool. The bit that I heard sounded pretty cool. So nice. I'm, I'm on board for that. Um, okay. With that, we are actually going to take our first break. Wow. So uh, Wow. Because we have a lot to do still. In, in I know. Too, so it's going to be a lengthy one. Yeah. So let's take that break and uh, we'll be back shortly. Okay. We'll be right back with this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Episode 483, the one we're calling Farting Around. Hey, it's Laszlo from Los Santos, San Andreas. You're listening to the loneliest man in show business. It's Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> new year, new releases. After being released mostly on handhelds like PSP and Nintendo DS, Systems that I just didn't own, Monster Hunter World is out now on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So after years of being relegated to handhelds because there wasn't confidence in the West, Monster Hunter World is a hit. A nice told-you-so directed at Capcom. And it's a modern Monster Hunter game. Fantastic graphics, streamlined item management, a useful waypoint system, and no loading between zones. And besides the upgrades, it's a classic Monster Hunter game. You pick from one of 14 weapon types and play through the story killing large monsters and killing large monsters again, and again, and again, as the gameplay loop is about materials that drop from specific monsters and farming them to upgrade your gear. A true grind fest, if you're into that sort of thing. And people are! 
especially the Destiny 2 community, while we wait for the misguided game to be patched over the spring. The only real problem is playing with friends has been a pain in the ass. Playing together is a system they simply overcomplicated, which I hope gets updated. Monster Hunter World is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. <laughs> also out now is Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is actually pronounced Dragon Ball Fighters by the developers. The 3 vs. 3 fighting game that looks exactly like the anime. And not only does it look great, but it plays great. So much so that the fighting community have embraced it as a legit competitive game. And something I could see being played at EVO. Whether you're into Dragon Ball or not, it's a worthy fighting game that you should check out. Dragon Ball Fighters is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And finally, while it was nice that the PlayStation 2 Classic was remastered for the PlayStation 3, Shadow of the Colossus has been remade for the PlayStation 4. From the ground up. If you know what the hell you're talking about, this game would be in your top 10. And it's looking absolutely stunning on the current generation hardware, while retaining that perfect one-to-one -one recreation of that PlayStation 2 triumph. Hey! Go play Shadow of the Colossus on PlayStation 4. It's out now for $40. This is Coke Logic signing off for GameStop. Yeah! Giddy up. It's the Red Dead Rumor Report. Red Dead Redemption 2 finally has a release date, and it's October 26th. Not exactly the spring like we thought, but at least it's this year. This is Coke Logic signing off for GameStop. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are back. I love Coke Logic. He's a swell fella. That he that he deigns to make it seem as though the Red Dead news is breaking in at the end, <laughs> I think is hysterically funny. He's, he's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good egg. Yeah, and th that release date, October 26th, yeah, a little bit further past what we were all hoping for, yeah. but still it's coming. Yeah, Westworld took its place. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> and and that gives me time to get a PS4. There you go. And VR. By there you go. Yeah, did I, you find out? Because I think there's VR support, whether it's, it's VR support of the full game or maybe like some mini game kind of stuff, I don't know, but there, it, a couple of the, and it's been it, through blogs that there was Red Dead VR support coming. Uh, but I, again, that's all, take the, all of that with a grain of salt. Is virtual reality out yet for the PlayStation uh, 4 VR? It is coming this year. Oh. I don't. It, but I don't well, know. Well, that seals that deal. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Like the moment I saw that, I'm like, well, it, I'm, I'm, I got to go the PS4 yeah. route. 
uh, because it, what it would take to build the the rig like my buddy's got, yeah, it's expensive. Uh, it would take a, it would take a nearly two thousand dollar computer, yeah, a second job alone. That's what it would take. Uh, and then there's the <laughs> five hundred dollars on the uh, on yeah. the on the Vive. So uh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Unfortunately, I, I like Rick and Morty, but I hate making uh, espresso drinks. So <laughs> I'm just going to get the PlayStation there, Four. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's it. And the three people in this room got that joke. <laughs> Now, long-time long listeners know yeah, I used to work at Star- Starbucks. <laughs> Hi, Will, by the way. Will is back hanging out in the room with us. Hi, Will. Hey, Will, guess what? You can build your own R2-D2 uh, by going over to buildr2d2.com, uh, one of our favorite sponsors here at Big Kev's Geek Stuff. You can build a one-half scale R2-D2. See, this is the poster <laughs> that I hold up that I read stuff from every week. Uh, and it has tons of features uh, like the projector, realistic droid movement, remote control app enabled, uh, the pop-up lightsaber, rechargeable battery, and more. Huzzah. And don't forget, just like the commercial said, you get the excellent magazines each month and the parts. And, you know, a droid like this, OG, costs you a couple, couple thousand dollars, probably. Wow. Uh, but, no, you can build your own R2-D2. You pay a little bit every month. Uh, and before you know it... You have built an incredible R2-D2 that does incredible things. And uh, all over at buildr2d2.com from the folks that brought you the incredible buildmillenniumfalcon.com. Sweet. You didn't ask for that number, so I have reflex falling asleep at the wheel. But let's tell them the number, why don't we? 877-544-6779 if you want to call them. Buildr2d2.com. All right, PK, while you are focused. Yeah, right. You saw, uh, you were excited about, and then saw Cloverfield Paradox. Yes, sir. On Sunday, immediately. Uh, yeah, th- those of you, uh, those of you fine subscribers, I'm waving to Will as one of them. Those of you that were in the room on Sunday in uh, in the Discord chat. Yeah, it was hopping. Um, I was, was there. It was a, we, had, we had a nice little live chat going on yeah. during the game. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and if you were in the room, you got to witness live PK losing his absolute shit <laughs> that another Cloverfield movie was not only coming... But was arriving in his living room yeah. that night. <laughs> I, I lo- Surprise! absolutely lost it. Ballsy move and good and, for them. And really, uh, it, it's a ballsy move. It's clever. People think it's like, well, it just wasn't good enough to go into the theaters. But I think there, it's, there's a smarter plan involved here. Um, the, the, and I'll bring this point up first. What, what, uh, there's somebody on Twitter speculating for the life. I can't remember who it was. But the feeling is from a few people that... Uh, the reason f- for the Cloverfield imprint now is to simply bring more visibility to some of these stories that might not necessarily uh, be made or might uh, just might fall by the wayside and not get any attention and uh, and fall into obscurity. So the Cloverfield name brings a little bit more visibility to these stories that people want to tell. Um, so Sunday night, the game ends. The, the instant that clock hit zero, I was flipped over to Netflix and hitting play uh, on uh, the Cloverfield Paradox formerly known as the God Particle. That was the working title under it while they were being all secretive about making another Cloverfield film. And uh, it is unfortunately being savaged by a lot of the critics. It's it's getting eviscerated. It's got a, a horrible tomato reading. And uh, it's, it's getting obliterated by critics. And, uh, and That's that Warner Brothers crowd. That's, uh, right, they're right. They're just out. lashing it out. Uh, but uh, And then the response on Twitter. Like, you go through the, the Cloverfield Paradox hashtag, and there was the typical snarky bullshit. Um, and, you know, listen, you didn't like, you didn't like it. Uh, but me, I, 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 I think I've expressed numerous times yeah. on the show. I am a fan of, Clo- of the Cloverfield 
world imprint, I guess is the yeah. way to way to say it. I've been using that word a lot lately. Uh, Cloverfield franchise. I shy away from calling it the Cloverfield universe because I'm not entirely sure that's where they're going. Despite that, this film, the Cloverfield paradox, is the the first of the three, uh, or the first since the first Cloverfield. We have a film that literally directly has a link to the right. first film, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, if you are a fan of Cloverfield films, you have to watch this. Like sure. you, you owe it to yourself to watch this. It's um. It's a each Cloverfield film so far has taken on a different trope of some sort. Uh, we had the monster let loose in a city right. in the first film, and it was turned on its ear through being told by a found footage. Uh, the second film was a more traditional film, but it was the uh, the suspense, the kidnap suspense drama, right? Uh, against the backdrop of uh, what may or may not be an alien invasion. Uh, or a war, or no one knows what's going on on the surface, and you don't know what's going on until the end of that film. What is the truth and what is not? Um, so it's it's another little little turn on its ear of the of the kidnap drama uh, and uh, and so on. And now we have the the crew in space right drama. Uh, the the horror the horror the crew in space in a horror circumstance. And uh, I think they handle it really well. I really dug the film. Um, it is. Not without its flaws, I concede that, and it's and I will say, in held up against the three that are out there now, it's it's definitely the lesser of the three films. But I still really, really enjoyed it. That's all I'm going to leave it at. That we can talk deeper about it when you two get caught I'm up. I'm going to try to watch them this week so that I You've see them. Seen next the week. first Cloverfield, I right? Had, yeah, I saw it in the theater and I loved it. Yeah, uh, and Clo- yeah, I I'm very eager to hear what you think about Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Uh, but once you're caught up, we, we can go deeper on the films itself. But here's what I what I need to say about what what I feel is absolutely brilliant and it's not, it, it's not getting talked about a lot, but it's, I think it's starting to pick up steam and like film Twitter yeah. and all of those areas. They've done something absolutely, in my opinion, they've done something absolutely brilliant with the Cloverfield paradox and what it's done for the franchise is they have JJ has hinted since, uh, since as early back as, as promo for the first Cloverfield. Yeah. And, and since then, uh, there've been, you know, are you doing sequels? There's more Cloverfield coming. What, you know, how are they connected? Is a universe? Are they connected at all? And he is vacillated, and other people involved with the production have vacillated between. Well, it's not really. We're, we're it's more like a, you know, we're looking at like an anthology kind of series here. There's not really a, a connection to any of them. They're just yeah. kind of like stories in the, under the Cloverfield thing. It's just an anthology. He threw around anthology a lot. But then he'd give another interview where he was like, yeah, there's connections here and there. You know, it's it's not a direct sequel, but there's connections. And, you know, the, the universe is – and he's hinting at, well, maybe the universe is connected. Right. So weird. He's never like that. He's never yeah. – he never does the mystery uh, box thing. It's strange. Um, so he's gone back and forth with all of this. And, and what is brilliant is the Cloverfield paradox has opened the Cloverfield imprint to all of it. Right. Um, it, has, it has set a certain – uh, it's certain uh, it is. It set things up so that yes, the Cloverfield imprint can be an anthology series sure. that that has no connection really whatsoever. And the second film, Ten Cloverfield Lane, very tenuous connection right. to what is established in these other two films. But it because of the Cloverfield paradox, it no longer has to be. Uh, so they can tell an anthology film that ha- that's just under the Clo- Cloverfield imprint. And like I said when we started this off, just to get a script that wasn't really going to get seen. 
out there in a, in a more wider consciousness. Yeah, so they they re- um, they reshot some stuff, they reskinned some stuff, and yeah, it, it, God some Particle scripts. became Paradox. Uh, well, not a God Particle like Paradox. It, it was working title. It was yeah intended to be a Cloverfield film from the start, but it's it comes from another script which was then rewritten to go, this is going to be a Cloverfield film and this is going to fit in the Cloverfield universe. So they could do, they can, for all Cloverfield movies going forward, you can have a movie that is under the Cloverfield banner that doesn't really tie to anything, maybe very loosely, or it's just ties to the Cloverfield imprint via the theme and the backdrop. Yeah. (laughs) Against the backdrop of alien slash monster invasion. Or if they want to, they can make a film. Yeah, this one that we're making, the sixth Cloverfield yeah. film, this ties directly to the mythos of the core Cloverfield yeah. film. It's fucking brilliant. Did you? Sky's the limit with this imprint. PK, did you get the toy from the first movie? Oh I my did God, not. That thing was huge. It was a, Remember it that was, was yeah. monstrous. Toy Fair? That thing was like three and a half feet tall. I had tall. wanted it, and it was super expensive when it came out, and yeah. then it, and then it, it hit and it gone. tanked. Yeah. Um, you know, it disappeared and then, uh, it, it became available again. Like you could catch it for really stupidly good prices and yeah. I, ne- I never jumped on it. Um, so I'm kind of, kind of regret that because I, it, I'm it, just kind of, it curious. wasn't a bad toy at all. It was I'm pretty, wondering, pretty sharp. I'm wondering, I'm wondering now if the price has gone, we'll, we'll go. Yeah. On I don't know. Uh, now with the new film that may find a demand again. So yeah. I might be a shit out of luck. There's not that many of them, but, um, but I'm really excited for the Cloverfield brand. The, there's a rumor that there is another film that we may see again this year, which would be a fourth Cloverfield film, uh, which is a war movie. And uh, I don't I know the information. I don't have in front of me the information as to uh, working titles or anything for that. But uh, that's uh, a running rumor that we'll see that later this year, probably around the fall. Cool. So, uh, it, yeah, Cloverfield fans, check it out. And uh, I'm dying to hear your thoughts as well on uh, if, if you agree or disagree with what I think is is the future for this imprint. Nice. All right. I'm going to try to watch it before next week. So yeah. All right. That, I'll that's try my to goal. Highly recommend it. We can talk about it. We have one more thing that we have to talk about, though. Yeah, you know, you know, it's uh, you know, we talk a lot about the the toy industry, and we have Toy Fair coming up. Uh, is, that, is that next weekend? Uh, yes, not this weekend coming, but the following one. Well, we got right? Valentine's Day Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday, is that week, what from it is? T- week from tomorrow. So it's always right around yeah. Valentine's. It, Day, it is, so. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So very interestingly. Um, Almost simultaneously, two of our <laughs> friends in the industry um, talked to us about um, the rampant amount of bootlegging going on in high-end collectibles right now, which I think is really disturbing. And I wanted to—I wanted us to take a few right. minutes to talk about it because and I think it's important to point out to our listeners. You know, we promote a lot of these higher-end products. On the show, and I think it's very important that we're telling people to make sure. We always say this: make sure that you go to this website when you want pieces from this company, or right. you, know, you go to authorized where possible. You want sure. to go to an authorized website now. And for for clarity, when we speak about bootleg, we're not talking about the horrible. You know, knockoffs no, no, of Mexico no. or China. No, no, no. You know, those are uh, those are awesome. Space Trek, yeah, or space not... trekkers and stuff like that. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about legit, yeah. full-blown knockoffs. Not of... super ombre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, so, yeah, no, we're talking about straight up trying to pass shit off as legit. Right. And, you know, and we don't want to mention any company names here necessarily. You know, we, we, we probably can say a few things here or there, but we, we don't want to mention names necessarily. But, you know, it, it's come to it's come to our attention, and, and really not, not by anything other than looking on, say, eBay, you know. <laughs> 
you look at a high end collectible. Let's let's call them what they are. It's mostly the higher end twelve inch sure. stuff, but not limited to because there's a lot of people doing high end things that are not necessarily twelve inch. Um, but if you see a vari- if you see a whole bunch of things like you're looking for a particular twelve inch figure and yeah. you go on eBay and there's a hundred of them and they're all from Hong Kong, yeah, right. That might be questionable. That's a problem. Red flag that right. one. Yeah, that's a big, giant red flag. Yeah. And recently, one company, and, and this I will mention because I'm pretty sure now that it was, I'm pretty sure it was Hot Toys. Yeah. Uh, w- one of our ubiquitous clandestine informants uh, said that Hot Toys actually caught their factory producing after factory hours. Right. The oh, higher run of figures. So, you know, they come in, they do their, let's say, 9 yeah. to 5, whatever the whatever Chinese right. equivalent is, yeah. right? It's probably like it's probably like midnight to noon. Yeah. But whatever <laughs> it is, when when they were in their down hours, people who were working there were going in and running complete mm-hmm. figures. Yeah. And not changing anything and, you, you know, like, and then selling them on the second market on eBay and so on and so forth. That's really disturbing. Sure. Because there's no quality control in those cases. They just want to get them out. So you see a lot of bootlegs that come with broken parts, but they're coming in the right box. They're not coming from the right source. Mm. Right. They're coming in the right packaging, generally. That's, a, that's, oh. that's one thing. That's one thing. Right. Then you have another thing entirely, which is somebody who takes a product that already exists, right, and they copy that product top right. to bottom. Uh, by uh, uh, by remolding or, you know, they just redo the packaging with slight alterations, um, and then they try to pass those off. Now, why this is really disturbing is because a couple of things. One, some of these bootlegs are dangerous because uh, if, you, if you feel like some of them, again, I don't want to mention particular names, but the head is made of a different plastic than the other parts of the figure generally. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit softer. Well, in these bootlegs, it's so soft that almost it's like dog toy soft. But moreover, the more you play with it, the more you get mold release on your hand because they have to run as many of these as they can right. before they get caught. Right. Mold release is not fucking lotion. Right. So getting a shitload of it on your hand is not a good Thing to do so the, you know one of the people who we talked to ab- about this and researching you know kind of talking about this said they were at the point where they were wondering if they should be wearing gloves knowing that they should be wearing gloves handling these bootlegs because if they're just getting snap pulled out of molds right and the mold release isn't even being fully cleaned off they could be dangerous. Sure. Like, for example, if your kid, right. if you had a bootleg and your kid grabbed it and shoved the head in his mouth. That's probably a bad thing. That would be a problem. That could be a problem. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And what's worse still is that particular uh, that particular company um, is dealing with the fact that Amazon is selling the bootlegs. Now, I don't mean somebody is fulfilling uh, I don't mean somebody is fulfilling for Amazon. Like, you know, you buy from Amazon, you either buy from Amazon yeah, or you, you mean, buy from right. some other company that's selling uh, Authorized seller Amazon. and whatnot, yeah. This is stuff coming from Amazon, and it's bootlegs. Amazon is buying the bootlegs so and fulfilling them themselves, Apparently, there have been cases of Amazon <laughs> selling bootlegs, Oopsie. and the company who made the originals is like, um, sir, um... 
that's not our product. <laughs> and Amazon has not really done anything about it. So the one one of the companies, I saw the packaging for it. Um, they don't, you know, some of these bootleg companies, they change something on the packaging. Right. Yes. They changed like one or two letters or something is a little bit off. This this one this one that I was I was looking at the other day. Right. Even has has the correct URL for the correct company. Yeah. Like they just literally copies or, everything. The or they'll leave out a logo they feel might be problematic for them. For example, let's say they were making a Marvel product. Right. They leave the Marvel logo off. It's not quite as it's still suable. Right. But it's not quite as suable. And you know, like it, it really it's it's such a it's such a weird a weird thing to uh you know to, to realize that we're in the middle of. Now what what makes it more odd is here's something we don't really talk about on the show. We talked about it a little bit tonight and we talk about it here and there. Board games. Oh yeah. Being bootlegged in China. Uh, with, make, with if they're able to do what they're yeah, doing with hot toys for ab- Christ's sake, it would make perfect sense to see board games fall that too. But it's it's there are board games and board games that you know, like Settlers of Catan, uh, like uh, uh, other ones, like Ticket to Ride. These are big board games, sure, right? And they're being bootlegged, and it looks real good, and they look really. Mm, uh, but you know, they're pumping them out after the factory closes, or taking them again to another factory and reproducing <sighs> them from an original. Wow. And then booting them out. So I've seen the two side by side on Settlers of Catan. I have seen a, a, a legit one and a bootleg one. And man, if you aren't microscoping. Right, you don't know. You would not even know that you had a fake one until you kind of, once you know one's real and one's fake, and you start to feel the elements Some, of it. Something's amiss. Something doesn't feel right. Mm. And it's the same thing with figures and other things that are being bootlegged. But, to, you know, to people who are not savvy, and, and to no fault of their own, to people who just don't know, they think, oh, yeah, I'm buying yeah. this legit. And especially at the, at the level of quality of bootlegging sure. that, that we're, we're hearing about, oh, it's, yeah. it's very it's very easy to be taken by them. Yeah. yeah. And again, we should stress, and PK was right to stress this, this is not super ombre. And this right. is also or not... Bat Manuel. This is also not like... <laughs> this is also not like... I would love a Batman Artistic well bootlegging. There is there's one out there. You know what is I mean? This, is, this isn't this is like artistic bootlegging. This isn't no. like small run. Yeah. Like, we, we know... We have a lot of friends yeah. who... A lot. They, they kind of bootleg. But but it's like... But it's small it's runs. Different. And it's, di- it's different. And it's meant to be different. And you know and the material I mean, is different. And it's, it's not, not deceptive. It's correct. Uh, no one is... No one that we know you're, that you're, you're referring talking, to... Yeah. No one takes that figure and goes... I'm pre- presenting this yeah. as a figure from Kenner right. or Hasbro. Correct. You're talking Correct. artistic no kit bashing. You're talking customs right. and so yeah. on, which is a yeah. very I just want to make sure because some yeah. of those people yeah. refer to themselves as bootleggers right. and they're friends. Right. And they right. listen to this show. We're, we're, we're talking about yeah, <laughs> high-end collectibles yeah. being produced and passed off as, as the authentic right. ones. Yeah. And the most distur- – again, I think the most disturbing – well, the other thing is eBay eBay, if you tell them that it's fraud, they will – they'll take down the seller yep. sometimes or they'll tell the seller they have to take down the, the, the thing listing, yeah. and they'll make another account. And just relist and it. And just relist it yeah. almost it's, within the hour. It's impossible to keep up with yeah. all that, yeah. So I, I think it's really important. So so a couple of things we want to advise yeah, everybody. So how do people protect themselves yeah. I think is the key thing. Number one is you have to check your sources. If you're buying on eBay and you get a bootleg – that's on you. 
if you bought something from Hong Kong, like I just recently just bought something from Hong Kong, and I am ninety nine percent sure it's a bootleg. Yeah, that happens. But that's fine because this thing was fine. Then I yeah. care it's a bootleg. Uh, I'm not supporting it as a bootleg, and it wasn't a 12-inch figure bootleg. It was right. like an accessory bootleg. So I'm not really sure. Like I'm, mm, I'm not supporting yeah. the bootlegging people by yeah. doing this. What I'm saying is, buy from trusted sources, and yep. we say all we talk about trusted sources on the show all the time. We talk about sideshow collectibles. We talk about hot toys that you can buy. Uh, through Sideshow, because they're the importer. We sure. talk about guys like Mezco. We talk about guys like Asmus and Star Ace and uh, uh, all of sure. the people who are doing those higher-end collectibles um, that you like and you get in the U.S. And, again, board games are are, are su- uh, suspect as well. Sure. Um, Six-inch figures are also being bootlegged. Three and three-quarters being bootlegged as well. And, I mean, like, try, again, yeah. being passed off as the originals. You want to be very careful to make sure that you're getting it from real sources. And again, if you take the risk and you think you're getting a bargain on eBay, you may not yeah. be getting a bargain. Chances are you Look, are not. I, I, I also want to say there, there are online reputable sources as well. There are. So you have to be careful with the Amazons and the Ebays where right. the regulation is very hard. But retailers like Entertainment Earth, Big Bad, Big Bad Toy, Toy Store, Store sure, sure. Um, those kinds of places yeah. – those are reputable. They are. You you get. But they're getting their products 99 times. Correct. They're getting them directly from those sources. Yep. So Correct. It's okay. And that's, I guess that's number one. Number two, if you get a bootleg toy or something you think is a bootleg, immediately report it. And don't Absolutely. let up on it. Don't let it go. Don't be like, oh, they got me on a bootleg. Don't, don't let no, it happen. Don't let it go. And also, if you have a way to do so, I would recommend notifying the company who makes the original product. You can't do that. You can yeah. just shoot them an email. Absolutely. Shoot them an they email. Would Hit them on social media. I just bought this from yeah. Amazon. It is completely a bootleg, but it was fulfilled by Amazon. Right. So how did that happen? And get on the phone with Amazon and just work your yep. way up the ladder yeah. until they understand that wherever or however this happened, it, it you know, so be rectified. it's, it's got to be rectified. And and also your your reports and, you, and, and that documentation will help those original creators who make these beautiful pieces for us. That will help them. If need be, build the case that they need and litigate if they have to, to, and to litigate are. if they have to and yeah. make up some of the loss. And, and there are and they are trying, but it is really it's really difficult. And surprisingly, Amazon has been really difficult about this topic. Amazon's but, really difficult about a lot, a lot of things. things. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people though that are starting to go directly to the factories in China and say, "Look, we want 24 hour surveillance on the oh, factory, yeah. and we want all these things, or we're not going to produce with you." You know, and be in a way to put a stop to it. There was a whole contingent from the, I will mention this company, a whole contingent. This is a story I heard a, a whole contingent of board members and like the CEO of Lego went to China because well, nobody's being more bootlegged than Lego. Oh, God, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's and granted, you know, we're talking about minifigs here, and they're like, you know, uh-huh. they're probably in the what two to three cent to make range, right? Right. But the fact that they can blow out eight thousand of them a minute, sure, certainly yep. lends, and the fact that it's happening and they're being bootlegged to death is certainly something Lego would like to put a stop to. So. You know, and, and and there's ways that they do it. They have patents on the plastics that they use. 
Uh, and you can definitely tell those plastics apart. If you've oh, yeah. ever gotten a bootleg and a real one, it's easy to tell the difference. Um, those kind of things are the things that they have to do. They have to be more active with their factories in China. But on your end, dear listener, you need to report those things. You need to say, hey, I just bought this on eBay, and it is absolutely not Bunk. legit. Yeah. It is absolutely not from Lego. It's not from this company or that company. And if it seems weird to you, you can't tell the difference and you're not sure, contact the company. I think I may have gotten a bootleg product. Here's where I got it and so on and so forth. Can you help me identify it? And not only will the company, I'm sure, be happy to help you identify, but they'll also, uh, you know, I'm quite sure, work with you to try to get the situation rectified. So um, I think it's a really important topic. Sure. And uh, I think we're, we're, we're all kind of, it's, it's in all of our wheelhouses. You oh, yeah. know? Absolutely. We, we all play board games or have toys or, or these things. And, and it's, uh, since we've been talking about this, it's kind of stunning to me because in, in Magic, we have this problem as well. Uh, there are you know, larger, like more expensive, specific kinds of effects uh, are finding their way into bootleg markets and uh, effects that, you know, the creator is releasing their livelihood and their secret. And some of these secrets cost five, six hundred dollars. And then you go to eBay after a month of, of release and you can find them for 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, there have been several pieces of magic that have gone by the wayside in my routines because they're, they're readily available through bootleg on eBay. Right. So now everybody is, uh, is doing these and the original creator is hosed. So it's right. uh, I, it, this blew me away to know that that it was that the problem was of, of this magnitude. I had no idea the yeah. problem was of this magnitude. Yeah, and you start for toys as you well. Know, you start doing a little research into it, and you start like, oh, you know what? I got a funny one once that wasn't so it wasn't yeah. so straight or narrow. And oh, mm. but anyway, uh, everybody should do their part to uh, end sort of the bootlegging market. You know, you can reach out to us. Uh, over at the GBM line. 201-730-BKGS. If you have a bootlegging story to share uh, or reach out to us if you need some help contacting one of these companies, we'll be glad to do our part to help you do that as well. Uh, so that's it. That's it. We're running long. It's time to go. We're at an hour 20. Wow. That's not so bad. We didn't have a show last week. I know. Yeah. We, we little make up time. Oh, we, we don't owe anybody them. anything. We fulfill all of our obligations. <laughs> oh, them! I don't know nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little upset. I mean, what, have we had any feedback on our, our uh, award-worthy performances? We have. Uh, we have. Patron Dave Gamble uh, said on Patreon today it was outstanding. Oh, wonderful! Uh, a couple of people in the chat when it first went up uh, yep. had some positive. Oh yeah. Uh, words. Was for the, it? was the one comment? I think it was it. Will they yeah, had the man. comment about uh, I haven't seen acting like that since. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I don't remember what the line was really good. <laughs> I don't think it was, it was a really good line. But, ah. uh, but that that bit of that bit of brilliance is still available. If you pl- if you pledge to the five dollar or no, yeah, the five dollar yeah. tier on Patreon, Ooh. that is still up. You get that still. So uh, that doesn't course, go away. And listen, I, you know, acting chops aside, I am so proud of how that came. Out. Oh, it came out great. It's re- and the and uh, I, there's some subtleties in there too. There's there's yeah. a little subtle alien visit, a little cameo in the background that I, I was I was dying to hear if anybody caught that. It was. And hilarious. I'm also uh, I'm super proud of fi- of of finding the Greedo voice. Yes, <laughs> I was really excited with how that came out. So yeah, if you haven't uh, done so, then uh, you know, subscribe on up and give that a listen. And I'll, uh, you won't, you, you won't. Well, you will be disappointed, but you but, won't be disappointed. But you'll love it. <laughs> if you're on the Patreon, of course, you want to go ahead and tell other people not only about the show, which you should anyway, but you want to tell them about the Patreon. You want to tell them about the Party Facebook. 
the Instagram, right. the Twitters, it's, all of the things that will BK get them involved. It's BK Geek stuff everywhere. It is. Facebook, Patreon, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Well, you don't use Twitter anymore, do you? I use Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Um, so, yeah. Um, of course, I'm Geekstuff OG across all of those platforms. I'm Big Kev GS on Xbox One and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And I'm K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram. So there you go. Oh, and not to belabor a uh, whatever, beat a horse, dead horse. Uh, $10 and up patrons, we are live streaming the show. Live. Week We're so live. If that's something that you've been asking for for years, some of you have been, now's your opportunity. It might cost you a little bit. Boy, is there. it exciting. Hey, it's fun. <laughs> Shush. Shush you. All right. I think that's it, guys. If OG would clean up uh, Studio L or Q or whatever we're on. Yep. As soon as I get rid of all your shit in here, it'll be great. I only got one little thing there. One thing. <laughs> that little thing there. That thing. All that. right. All right. Did you, did you prematurely? No, I didn't do nothing. I, I'm sure I heard I, it. I, no, everything's fine. My hand did not slip on anything. He, he prematurely Jason Lead. <laughs> With that, OG and PK and the rest of the alphabet, we will bring this episode, episode 483, the one we call Farting Around to a Close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Yeah.